and welcome back to episode 10 of the One by One podcast. My name is Corinne Chen and I am your host. I am a cognitive behavior therapy nutritionist from Toronto, Canada. And today on the One by One podcast, we've got my good friend, founder and CEO of Rockology. Her name is Tara Tamolka. Rockology is a plant-based snack company here in Toronto. She heads a team of strong, smart women who have beautiful, strong values in creating whole food snacks that are delicious, family-friendly, and inclusive. Uh, She also happens to be a certified nutritional practitioner, so she's going to be sharing some tips about nutrition today that are going to help you live a long and healthy life. And Finally, Tara is a new mom to six-month-old baby Bobby B. He's in the 98th percentile, so he's already eating good, clearly. Um, Welcome, Tara. Thank you so much for coming back for the third time for this third try of a podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me, Corinne. (laughs) So happy to be here with you and thank you for that very warm welcome. Of course, full full disclosure, everyone, this is our third try at recording a podcast episode. Zoom just has it out for us. The first two times it either kicked us off or did not save. And you know what? We're resilient women and we're back. We're, we're here to record this podcast episode or nothing. <laughs> Clear my schedule. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Um, I'm stoked for people to talk a little bit more about uh, the healthy tip that you're bringing. For anyone who's tuning in to One by One podcast for the first time, this is all about having a conversation around what you can do on a daily basis, one small step at a time to creating a larger lifestyle transformation oftentimes in my personal nutrition practice, um, I find that my clients can get very overwhelmed by this idea of doing a 180 or doing an overnight overhaul. Um, That's not what this is about. We want to break down big ideas into actionable, realistic, singular steps that you can take um, so you can be 1% better every day and just focus on sustaining that. Um, Before we get to that though, Tara, can you tell us a little bit more about Rockology and how it came to be? Absolutely. So it's been a long journey with Rockology. So Rockology, before we had our snacks and granolas, first started Rockology back in 2015. And this was when I was in corporate communications and started to not recognize myself. I was in a rut needed to find something that uh, really lit me up. So started small by taking food courses at George Brown. And uh, then I took a raw food teacher certification program and loved all the information that I was learning and wanted to share that with my friends, family, community. So first started Rockology as a platform where I shared recipes and uh, tips on the blog and then held raw food and culinary workshops. And this gave so much back to me, just really felt so lit up and passionate about what I was doing. And then decided to take a leap and go back to nutrition school to become a certified holistic nutritionist. And it was a nutrition school where I really saw this gap in grocery stores in terms of truly healthy and delicious packaged foods. So there's so many products out there that are loaded with refined sugars, cheap ingredients, preservatives, 
food additives that are ultimately making individuals sick. And so I wanted to create a positive difference by creating healthier, better for you packaged foods that are made with certified organic ingredients, refined sugar free, low sugar, and free from common allergens. So no peanuts, tree nuts, gluten, dairy, so that everyone can enjoy our products regardless of dietary restrictions. Thank you. I respect the initiative to see a gap in the market and to see the unfair, I guess, offerings for people that struggle with allergies, that struggle with whole food snacks, um, and helping them fill that void and taking the initiative to do that and start something brand new. That must have taken such a big leap of faith, especially coming from a corporate background. This was completely different in moving in a different direction. Absolutely. I didn't have any manufacturing experience, <laughs> so lots of hurdles to get started, uh, but really passionate about what I do, getting started, and also it's just wild how few products are allergy-friendly. So if you look on the back of packaging in the ingredients section, you'll see that most have a may-contain statement, so may-contain peanuts, tree nuts, dairy or wheat. So it's really hard to find products that are free from, from allergens. Mm -hmm. I remember that struggle so distinctly when I first started my nutrition journey back when I was 19 years old. I had all of these allergies. My immune system was so prone to flare-ups and I would break out in hives anytime I touched anything with dairy or anything with a hint of gluten in there would just give me eczema on my eyelids. Um, that it terrified me to shop in a grocery store. And it was also a disappointing experience. I love that you were able to see this challenge, which truly is a challenge to make something that's allergen friendly, that is still delicious, that is nutritious and made with whole foods is almost impossible. It's so hard. That's why most companies don't do it. It's hard to make a profit from it. And it's difficult to figure out the process of how to do it. Um, but I love that you've dedicated yourself to this journey. And now look at where you are. I still remember the days where you first got your account with Sobeys, you know, or with Bulk Barn, and you were driving the product yourself in your own car to these <laughs> locations. And now you've just expanded to the US, you've gotten your organic certification, that was a huge undertaking as well. Um, there's just, it's been a pleasure to watch the company grow and develop to what it is now. Thank you so much. So grateful for all your support over the years. It really means so much. But so funny that you mentioned too that just that Sobe story driving around to the stores because it never stops. You know, years later, you know, we, we launched a new product uh, last summer and same process driving around to stores, trying to pitch them, get it in. So it is a constant grind. Absolutely. Sure. There's, I think there's a trope. Um, around this boss babe persona that ha was so trendy. I think people are starting to debunk it and, and call it out now. But entrepreneurship can be incredibly lonely. It can be a lot of hard work. It can be exhausting um, physically mm -hmm. and mentally and emotionally. Um, but I love that you've been able to find a group of these wonderful women that, that share the same vision and share this integrity towards putting out quality products first and prioritizing mm -hmm. that. 
Yes, we've built an incredible team at Rockology too that I'm so grateful for. And, uh, you know, it started, it was a one woman show back when we first started, but uh, brought in my family members. So my sister-in-law is a partner in the business, our head of brand. My sister is also a partner and uh, a sales manager on our team. So it is that uh, combined team effort. You talked a little bit about what makes Rockology unique, your commitment to all of these really healthy goals of what food should look like, what healthy snacks should look like. But what are some, I guess, nutritional philosophies or core beliefs that help to inform these decisions that you've made around your snacks? That's a great question. One of the biggest things, the most valuable thing that I learned in nutrition school is what's required in the perfect snack for a meal. And that's having a combination of healthy fats, fiber, and protein always. And I didn't think about meeting those needs at each of my, every time I ate. And so with our snacks, we satisfy that. So we have coconut, the perfect ingredient that we started with for our coconut chips and then the base of our granola. So it's that perfect mix. It's really high in fiber, healthy fats. So medium chain triglycerides that are not stored as fat in the body, but used as a quick source of fuel and, and then some protein too. So sunflower seeds that we add to the mix too for that protein. So it's that perfect trifecta. Mm, so MCTs have gotten some press lately because it it's naturally found in coconut products. Um, but what is really unique about it is other fatty acids, when you consume it, require bile to be released from the gallbladder, which is made by the liver. And bile is this liquid that emulsifies fats and allows it to be broken down via enzymes in the body. So it's this whole process. MCTs, however, can bypass that stage of digestion and it's as a result, it's more easily digestible for people. So especially if you're someone who has had their gallbladder removed or has gallbladder attacks um, or has liver issues, this is a great alternative to um, a lot of other fatty acids in the meantime as you heal those issues so that you can still reap the benefits of healthy fats. Speaking of which, what are some roles that fats takes on in the body that is makes it so, so, so non-negotiable? So really our bodies need fat to thrive. So it's an essential macronutrient that you should be eating at every meal. And fats are so important for brain health, our energy levels, balancing hormones, and reducing inflammation in the body. They also help balance our blood sugar levels. They make you feel full or longer and help reduce those cravings for sugar and carbs. And then on the flip side, if you don't have enough fat in the body, it can lead to things like depression, aggression, and less energy overall. Mm, before we talk about healthy fats and what those are, a couple of examples of fats at work in the body that come to mind um, are that every single neuron communicates with each other through this 
electrical signal, and that's conducted in the presence of a sheet of fat. So there's a myelin sheath that covers all of these axons and helps transmit signals from one neuron to the next. And that's super important because that's how your brain literally does everything that it does. Your brain needs to communicate using this mechanism. Um, and additionally, fats are the basis of a lot of important sex hormones in the body, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone come to mind. As well, every single cell in the body has a cell wall that's made up of fats. When the cell wall loses its integrity or structural um, shape, it becomes damaged and it becomes prone to malfunction. So really, fats are not just... Um, you know, delicious, but they're also so functional at the cellular level. What are some ways that we can differentiate between healthy versus unhealthy fats? So the big thing too, so your healthy fats, essentially real foods. So mm. everything from avocado to nut and seed butters, coconut, coconut oil. And then on the flip side, unhealthy fats are those that are processed inflammatory oils that are damaged like canola oil or other seed oils too essentially with those oils too they cause inflammation in the body that imbalance of too much omega-6 versus omega-3 the big thing too with those fats is thinking about the ones avoiding the ones that are processed and essentially not real food Right. I, you touch on such a good point. An easy way for people to d distinguish between healthy and unhealthy. How many steps did it take for your food to go from yes. the field or nature onto your plate there? Um, a lot of the times with, you know, coconut oil or olive oil, if it says extra virgin and cold mm. pressed, that technically, yes, it's been processed because it's been, you know, um, it's been put through some mechanical processes to extract the oil. Mm -hmm. But the processing has taken into account the delicate qualities of that oil. So it hasn't heated it past the point of its oxidation and it hasn't added chemicals to it to bleach it, to neutralize it, to deputrify it, which a lot of the vegetable oils, quote unquote, we're using vegetable oils very loosely here um, because canola, corn, soybeans, these aren't actually vegetables. They're plants, but they're not considered vegetables. So when people hear vegetable oils, they think, oh, it must be healthy. It's got vegetables in it. Actually, that was a marketing ploy from a few decades ago <laughs> from the food industry. In reality, these are oils that have gone through such extensive processing that they've been damaged beyond the point of recognition in the body. And instead of having any health benefits, they now exert inflammatory properties. So when you consume them, you can ignite the inflammatory pathways in the body. You can um, damage the gut lining in your digestive tract. You can affect the population of bacteria in your digestion and that shows up as symptoms um, such as disrupting your skin health, disrupting your gut health, changing your mood, your mental health, your ability to think clearly, so your neurological um, function. Um, and so the effects of eating unhealthy fats are very far-reaching. This isn't to say, you know, if you do it ever, then something bad will happen to you, you can still incorporate them. Just be mindful of the ratio in which it's happening. Exactly. Everything in moderation too. And you covered it so well. And the big thing is just to keep food real simple. Why mm -hmm. does 
do food manufacturers have to complicate things in terms of over-processing the, the food and essentially damaging the nutrient quality of the food. So actually you would be the perfect person to ask this question. As someone who works in food manufacturing, why do you think companies use cheaper oils and add all these artificial flavors when they could just use natural ingredients or whole food ingredients? What are the benefits of, you know, neglecting the health properties of what they're making? At the end of the day, and it's really sad being in the food manufacturing business, you see that it does come down to costs, ingredient costs, and food manufacturers can save big in, in purchasing those types of oils like canola or versus cleaner oils. And even, for example, we use virgin coconut oil and we know what that costs for the other refined coconut oil too. There are cost savings. So the reality in the food business is it, it's really hard to keep prices at a certain level because there's so many layers in the food system. So as food manufacturers, we're not often selling direct to stores. There are middlemen in the mix. So that margin comes down when you have food brokers, you have food distributors as well, and you have inflation and rising we're dealing with. costs these yep. days that for producers, it's really hard to maintain a certain cost. And they have to make those cuts somehow. And that comes down to cutting on ingredients. There are a growing number of food manufacturers that have that commitment to clean ingredients and making a difference in the food system by saying no to those ingredients that are harmful to consumers and taking a stand. I think as consumers, we can feel really powerless and at the mercy of what's available around us. Mm -hmm. So as someone who's been on both sides, you know, who's been a frustrated consumer who couldn't see a product that was good enough um, f for her health um, and then deciding to make one um, and, and, and create something from scratch, how much power does the average consumer have with their voting dollars? Essentially, every time they buy something, they're voting what mm -hmm. they want to see more of and how much of an impact does that make that is a great point we all hold immense power every time we make a decision in terms of what we purchase at the grocery store and it's all that you know on an individual le level those choices we all are making that can have an impact together and also food manufacturers taking a stand together as well. Just this past week, I, a company that I love called Lesser Evil. Because Oh, I know them. I know yes. their popcorn very well. <laughs> I love their popcorn. My Many favorite. of eggs. Yeah. And so they teamed up with a few other U.S. brand on this clean oil coalition. Mm. So they're educating their consumers, cool. promoting their products too, on why they choose certain oils over others. And it's that coming together that can change the food system. And Great. individually, consumers hold so much power by choosing not to purchase those products that have harmful ingredients. And on that note, thank you so much for sharing our one 
step that we want people to walk away with today and that is to incorporate a source of healthy fats with each meal and each snack and is there a recommended bare minimum serving that you recommend for people yes i think at that bare minimum try for one tablespoon of healthy fats in each of your meals and snacks Mm, love that and remember healthy means minimally processed so be careful with those ingredients Um, Thank you, Tara, for sharing all of that great insight about what the food industry looks like behind the scenes and then also bringing in your nutritional background. Where can the people find you? So to learn more about us, head to rockology.com. We're on social media too, at Rockology, on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And sign up for our newsletter as well on rockology.com for all the latest. And they have a lot of latest. Like you guys put out recipes and they're always delicious and beautiful looking. So if you're in need of some plant-based meal inspirations, do not miss out on them on social media and on their email list. For everyone listening, uh, you can find the podcast at 1x1podcast on Instagram as well as on Spotify. And you can find me um, on Instagram at kombucha.mami. Thank you for tuning in for this 10th episode. I'm so, so glad we made it through to the end without Zoom crapping out on us. Bye.